It's the second meeting of the season between the Charlotte Hornets and the Boston Celtics. For the Hornets and the floor, it's Rozier, Lamella Ball, Gordon Hayward, Miles Bridges, and Mason Plumley. And that lineup looks pretty formidable on all those sides. The Hornets have been very, very well of late, winning seven of the last seven of the last ten. Shooter, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Grant Williams, and the ageless one, Al Horford at center for the Celtics. That lineup kind of looks the same, but you also think about some of the moves that were made or not made, as we've said, with Kyrie Irving, which I believe had set them back a few years, but they want to talk about breaking up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and I don't know. You got two top 15 players, or they got to figure that out. Boston Celtics are sitting 10th in the East. The play-in spot, the Hornets are sitting 7th in the East. So it's going to be Horford and Plumlee getting set to tip it off at TD Garden in downtown Boston. This is John out here on the call. Glad you can make it. Boston Celtics win the tip, and right to left goes the Celtics here for the first possession of Dennis Schroeder on the mellow ball. 15 seconds to go on the shot clock. Horford right wing. Give inside extra pass from Williams, and Tatum misses the easy layup, rebounded by Miles Plumley, who goes left to right for the Hornets. Bridges, Lamella Ball, right wing side. Ball accelerates, extra pass. Good ball movement there from the Hornets, but Bridges didn't shoot it. He's got eight seconds to go. Now trying to work on Grant Williams in the post, falling away and misses it, rebounded there by Al Horford and corralled down from going out of bounds. Horford, now top of the key, extra pass inside from Shooter. Good ball movement there. Grant Williams misses the three, though. Rebounded by LaMelo Ball. No score here early in the first quarter. LaMelo, Hayward on the right wing. Working on Tatum, give back to LaMelo. LaMelo, extra pass. Ball gets lazily stolen away here. Here comes Jalen Brown, and he throws it up there, but a foul is called, and that one is going to be before the shot as Gordon Hayward try to get a piece. So it's going to be interesting here for Gordon Hayward. On the other side, it's already been another year for him from going from Boston and that horrific injury he had a couple of years ago pretty much off of the first play of the game. But Gordon Hayward's kind of settled in pretty well as well. And this Charlotte Hornets team is probably the best team Michael Jordan's ever had in terms of, you know, GM and things like that. Tatum, inside the paint, spinning, extra pass out. Schroeder thought about it, and then he gives it to Brown from about 14 feet, and that's the game's first basket as Jalen Brown knocks it down. 10.40 to go in the first quarter. The Boston Celtics are up 2-0 on the Charlotte Hornets. John out here with you on the call. Glad you could join us tonight. LaMelo, right corner side, pass back out. Hayward all alone from the left wing, and he's off the mark there. He had a really good look. Horford, now to Schroeder. Schroeder in the right corner, and I'll give to Tatum. Pass around the horn to Jalen Brown. Williams to Brown, and Brown lost it. And we're going to see what the refs talk about here. This is going to be last touch by Jalen Brown. Turnover here for the Celtics. Hornets ball. Now Terry Rozier, former Celtic, working on Jalen Brown. Now finds his way to the top of the key with 12 seconds to go on the shot clock. Is inside to Mason Plumley. Plumley. Up and under move scores it. So Plumley's got it. That's two. And the game is tied at two with 9.55 to go in the first quarter. Celtics ball. Now Jay, Jason Tatum, right wing side. Extra pass inside gets knocked away, but there's a foul on the floor. That's a kickball violation there from the middle ball. His M.A. Udoka looks on. So Udoka is now the coach for the Celtics. 
And Brad Stevens is in that GM spot replacing Danny Ainge. You've got big shoes to fill on both sides here. And that might be why the Boston Celtics might be struggling a little bit. Double team there from Schroeder, but he escapes it. Finds Jason Tatum. And that was good defense there from the Hornets, but I believe it was Miles Bridges that came in there and gave an extra shove because Tatum had to get around LaMelo Ball, do a pump fake. LaMelo went past and then tried to cast a three there. So Tatum is going to go to the line to shoot three free throws. So they're showing the graphic on the screen from ESPN, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown combining 50 points per game, leading all duos age 25 or younger. But it's whether or not, and I know Marcus Smart said this, as Tatum misses the first, but he's got two more coming. These guys score a lot of points, but it's whether or not they pass the ball. <laughs> that was a lot of the interim talk about it. So Tatum right now sitting at 25.5 points per game is good for 8th in the NBA. So there's always going to be a lot of chatter as far as the Boston Celtics, and you're not really going to be able to escape things like that because you're living in a big market in Boston, Mass. But that's just the way it is. You know, from all those times where Boston had all those picks, and then, again, we moved the stuff from Kyrie Irving, some of the other moves that were made and not made, did they make the right move? Did they get enough to go with, you know, you know, Brown and Tatum? Did they did they do all the stuff they needed to do to be able to get enough talent to be able to win it all? And that's the main question, and that's always going to be that. And it's probably going to follow Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum around until one of them is gone, fair or unfairly. So there was some blood on the floor there from Plumlee, so they're going to take a little bit of time and move some of that stuff around, but Tatum's still got two more free throws coming. And honestly, guys, I mean, you think about it, Al Horford, I, I get a veteran at the same time, but is that enough as well? Did you not want to upgrade that center position? Because is Grant Williams and Robert Williams enough? When they were looking to get Anthony Davis and they couldn't do that, I and mean, that was a big miss as well. So Tatum, he knocks down two of the three free throws, but the Boston Celtics have a 4-2 to lead early in the first, 9.30 to go in the first. Lamella Ball, now at the top of the key. Tries to get inside, and it was an easy lay, and red carpet was laid out as Horford couldn't contest. LaMelo's got his first basket. We're tied at four. With 9.15 to go in the first, John out here with you on the call from TD Garden in Boston. Horford, top of the key, stolen by Hayward. Mason Plumley now to LaMelo Ball. Rozier, extra pass, finds Bridges on the right wing, and Bridges misses it. Rebounded by Al Horford. Good pass outlet there, finds Schroeder, and then a lazy pass there from Schroeder that tried to get it to bounce to Tatum, couldn't do it, and Rozier launches a three, and that's off the mark. So both teams are struggling early. Three turnovers for Boston and one turnover for the Charlotte Hornets. Horford, top of the key now. Extra pass, finds Williams, and now Brown. Brown fading away from 12, and he misses it over Lamella Ball. Ball's got it on the left to right. Now at the top of the key, and now working on the right wing. Bounce pass, and a dunk there for Mason Plumley. So that was right in the pool pocket. LaMelo ball right to Mason Plumley, and Plumley's got four. The Charlotte Hornets are up six to four, with 8.15 to go in the first quarter. So I want to see right now the Celtics have a good possession, going right to left across the timeline of Shooter, and get things going. Too many turnovers and too many sloppy shots here. 
Schroeder shoots it from 12 off of the pick and roll from Horford, and he got just enough space to get away from Mason Plumley to knock it down, so the score is tied at 6. Bullet pass there, finds Bridges on the right wing, and now Lamella Ball's got it at the top of the key working on Schroeder. 12 seconds to go on the shot clock. Extra pass finds Hayward. And now Bridges from the right wing. Bridges is off early. 0 for 3 from distance, but rebounded by Mason Plumley. Plumley, now to ball. Ball gets stripped and a foul is called. This one's going to be on the Celtics, but who is it going to be on? I think this one is going to go on Al Horford. That's his first. So what I want to see right now, because this is the first time I get a chance to see Lamella Ball in action here, What's it all about? Is that passing that was a beautiful bounce pass there in between the legs to Mason Plumley for a jam? Is able to find his open teammates? He's got ability to be able to pick and choose his spots on offense to get guys open or knock down the open shot for all the things that I've heard. So I'm looking forward to see a lot of Lamella Ball and what he's doing because right now his numbers 19.5 points per, a little over 40% shooting with 7.5. Two rebounds and about seven and a half assists. So that's gaudy, gaudy numbers there for LaMelo Ball. And Charlotte is one of the best offenses in the Eastern Conference as Ball knocks down both. The Hornets have a two-point lead over the Celtics. Eight to six our score with 7.30 to go in the first quarter. Ball got knocked out of bounds there as Ball tried to get in there and separate it. But it's going to be Celtics ball out of bounds with Tatum inbounding. Now gives it to Schroeder. Horford at the Boston Celtics logo. Pass inside Tatum, gets around Mason Plumley and throws it down off the post spin. So we're tied at eight. Bullet pass there from LaMelo, and that's an easy turnover because Terry Rozier wasn't ready for it. So that was a gorgeous move there by Jason Tatum as he spun around Mason Plumley for the easy basket, and it was a consecutive turnover from the Hornets there. So Schroeder's got it. Tatum working on Plumley again, and he throws it to nobody. There was nobody on that right wing side. I don't know what he was thinking there. He didn't even look. So turnover there for the Celtics. I believe that's their fifth already. Charlotte has two. With 6.55 to go in the first quarter, and we're only tied at eight. Hayward, right wing side. Tries to get around Williams. Puts his head down. And he got fouled before the shot attempt. So we're going to get immediate timeout here. It is a low-scoring game right now in the first. We are tied at 8 with 6.52 left to go in the first quarter. John out here with them. The call from downtown Boston and TD Garden. I'll be right back from the break. Checking back in from the break. It is 6.52 to go in the first quarter. John out here with you on the call. ESPN Graphic has Lamella Ball as one of the Four players to average 18-7-7 and at age 20 or younger in NBA history. Behind Magic, LeBron. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's some gaudy numbers there. So returning to action, it's going to be Charlotte Hornets ball from Terry Rozier. Now to Miles Bridges back to Rozier on the right wing. Three seconds to go on the shot clock. Rozier's got to make something happen. Tries to get inside the lane and tries to spin, and he missed all the shot. It's going to be a shot clock violation here on the Hornets. So all those gaudy, gaudy numbers, as we've talked about, we have not seen them early. The Celtics are 23 and 22, 10th in the East. The Hornets are 24 and 27th in the East. Right now, if the playoffs were starting today, Boston would be in a play-in, and so would Charlotte. Tatum, getting inside the lane, puts his head down, misses it, rebounded there by Horford, has to go around Plumlee and Hayward, and Horford's going to the line for an and one. This one's going to be on Gordon Hayward. So Al Horford, when you think about his time in the Atlanta Hawks, 
And the Atlanta Hawks had some good teams when he had Jamal Crawford and Kyle Korver, Josh Smith. He had a lot of undersized guys, but again, Al Horford always played that center position undersized, and not always with athleticism, but he could spread the floor, he could make some good passes and get the job done. So he's getting in the twilight of his career now, but he does complete the and one. It is 11-8 lead for the Celtics. Gordon Hayward's got five minutes of action and two fouls, and the mellow ball answers again. He's got his sixth point for Charlotte. It's a Boston lead of 11-10 with six minutes to go in the first quarter. Shooter gets a Horford screen, gets all the way down the lane and somehow missed the floater there. Rebounded by Mason Plumley. Rogier. Right wing side. Floating inside and lays it in over Brown and Horford. 12-11 now. Charlotte has the lead once again. 5.40 to go in the first quarter. John out here with you on the call from TD Garden. Extra pass inside. Gets blocked by a host of Hornets. Pick back around from Williams. And finds Schroeder in the left wing corner, and he knocks it down. It's 14-12, Boston with a two-point lead. 5.25 to go in the first. LaMelo, right wing side, gets fouled. I think gets fouled and held there. And we're going to see what they're calling, and whether it's going to be an offensive foul, and that's what it looks like. So it's going to be a turnover on the Hornets. It's going to be Boston ball. John out here with you on the call from TD Garden in downtown Boston. Josh Richardson's going to check in for the Boston Celtics. And the ball is now inbounded right to left. Go the Boston Celtics. And now I have the ball on the right wing side. Brown working with it. Ball gets moved all the way around. Finds Romeo Lankford in the corner there. He's going to knock it down from three. It is 17-12 your score. Hornets ball, LaMelo Ball's got it on the right side. He casts a three. That's off the front of the rim. And now there's going to be an offensive foul called as somebody, I think it was Williams there, took an absolute shot, but the camera didn't really show it. So if you get a chance to see that again, I will reiterate that to you. But Grant Williams is on the floor, but now he's fine. He looks like he's getting up. Lamelo Ball tried to use a push-off, and then the follow-through looks like it might have hit Williams in the face. Yes, he got Williams right on the right arm, right to the face, and off the follow-through. I know LaMelo didn't mean to do it, but that's going to be a foul on him. So LaMelo early, six points, one assist, and four turnovers. It's been sloppy on both sides. Ennis now inside. Tries to throw it away. Ball gets deflected. Last touch there by the Hornets. 4.42 to go in the first quarter. John out here with you. Celtics have it. It's Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder getting inside the lane. Lays it. Oh, he missed it right off the glass. Try to pick it back up, and he does. Somehow he gets it back through a host of Hornets. I don't know how he did that there. Now Williams all alone from top of the key. He misses it. Celtics try to get it again, but they can't do it. Here comes Rozier. Extra pass. Now finding Plumlee. Trying to get around. Can't do it. Plumlee's got it off the top of the key with 10 seconds to go. Cody Martin now shooting from the top of the wing. He misses it. Rebounded by the Celtics there and Jalen Brown. Josh Richardson's got it at the right wing. Screened by Ennis. Extra screen there. And now from 12 is missing it as Richardson. Picked back up by Richardson now. Richardson tries to probe baseline. Instead goes all the way back out to Jalen Brown from the top of the key three. And he misses it again. So Mason Plumlee with the rebound. It's a low-scoring first quarter right now. It's 17-12 with Boston ahead. Rogier 
trying to get inside the paint, and then he tried to throw it up. The foul is going to be there before the shot. This one's going to be on Grant Williams. That's going to be his second. So you got Ennis Canner, Grant Williams, Dennis Schroeder, Jalen Brown on the floor right now for the Celtics, trying to see who anyone else is that they're going to be checking in. It's going to be Hornets ball, Rozier, top of the key, getting a screen there from P.J. Washington. Bridges. Now right wing side. He's got two seconds to go on the shot clock. Got to get inside the lane, and he does. He knocks it down. That's a good power move there from Miles Bridges. Now Brown trying to go in. He cups the ball and takes it right to the rim. So he protected it well there, and Charlotte didn't have an answer for it. Back-to-back -back baskets for both teams. Cody Martin going inside the lane. Extra Euro step in, lays it in. Cody Martin with the basket. It is 19-16. Both teams are doing some damage in the paint, but Charlotte Hornets especially got 12 of the 16 points. Ennis now working around Josh Richardson and Schroeder, and now Schroeder, a screen from Ennis there, he knocks it down. He's going to go to the line for an and one is Dennis Schroeder, so Schroeder now may picking it up a little bit, and this one's going to be on Miles Bridges, and he can't believe it. He's pleading his case there a little bit, but he's not going to get it. So 2.49 to go in the first quarter. The Hornets have the lead. There were some good power moves there from Miles Bridges. And on the other side, Dennis Schroeder was able to get some screens there from Ennis Freedom and then knock down a couple mid-range shots. So stick back in from the break. We're going to be in in the first quarter. 2.49 left. It is 19-16 lead for the Boston Celtics. Be right back. Checking back in from the break. 2.45 to go in the first quarter here. It's the... Boston Celtics knocking down a long th three there are the Charlotte Hornets, but the Boston Celtics are in the lead still. 22-19 your score with 2.25 to go in the first quarter. John out here with you on the call from TD Garden in Boston. Right wing side are the Celtics now working at the top of the screen there from Schroeder to Ennis Freedom, then an extra shot there and missed by the Boston Celtics. That one was missed there by Williams. Peck back up by Rogier goes down the timeline. Now give to Cody Martin back to Terry Rogier. He's closing it out. He's trying to back away. Ten seconds to go on the shot clock off of a screen from Plumley. Goes all the way around the rim about six times and falls down. So Rogier makes it a one point lead for the Boston Celtics now. He's got four points on two of four shooting with two assists as the former Celtic knocks one down for the Hornets. Schroeder's got it at the top of the key with 10 seconds to work with. Tatum working on Rogier now. Tries to go baseline, lays it right in. That was a size mismatch there from Rozier to Tatum and he took it right in. Rozier, right wing side screen there from Ubre. Now goes baseline, finds Cody Martin on the right wing side. Martin backs it out, working on Tatum. Five seconds to go on the shot clock. Martin tries to accelerate, and a foul is going to be called. This one's going to be on the Hornets. It's going to be the first on Cody Martin. So glad you can make it here from TD Garden in Boston. It has been picked up a little bit because very, very early between these two teams, it was nothing but sloppy at all on both sides. So right now the Hornets are down three. But I've seen some early flashes there from LaMelo Ball as Cody Martin's going to go to the line to shoot two free throws. So looks like Cody Martin and Caleb Martin have been separated or they're not on the same team or they're not playing right now anymore. It's just Cody Martin as he knocks down the first, but he's still got another free throw coming. This Hornets team, I think about a lot of it, and I know it's not just the Bobcats and all of that, but they were horrific 
under Michael Jordan from the very beginning of it. When you're talking about as he missed the first free throw, like Emeka Okafor, Matt Carroll, some of those other draft picks, Adam Morrison, it's taken a long time for Charlotte to be relevant. And man, they struck gold there with LaMelo Ball and kind of turned around their franchise a little bit because it's been nothing but an embarrassment for the most part. Celtics move the ball around the horn, now finds Josh Richardson, and he cans it from the right wing all alone as Jalen Brown looks on in excitement. It is 27-22, 45 seconds to go in the first quarter of the Celtics with the lead. Extra pass inside, finds Oubre in there with the floater, and he makes a little gesture as he knocks it down. Celtics lead now cut down to three with 40 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Tatum hasn't had a rest yet, has played all the first quarters, got the ball right now at the Celtics logo with 12 seconds to go on the shot clock. Wants to go one-on-one -on -one with Kerry Jr., and he misses it there, and it's rebounded there by the Hornets. Picked back up by Rozier. So Rozier slowly goes left to right. 20 seconds to go in the first quarter. Pump fake by Oubre. Oubre tries to go down the lane. And he draws the foul as he's got some words there from Jason Tatum. And he's going to go to the line to shoot two free throws. So just maybe another year ago, Kelly Oubre Jr. was on the Golden State Warriors. And some people were making fun of him, including myself at times, the fact that he couldn't shoot the broadside of a barn and make a three-pointers. And now he's got a career-high 37% from three-point range as he misses the first. And he's got a 47% field goal shooting right now, which are all career highs. So he's kind of found his range. That's extra points that the Hornets could use on top of Miles Bridges also averaging you know, a little over 20 LaMelo Ball doing all of his damage, so James Borrego does have a really young team here in Charlotte, but they are playing pretty well. Oubre Jr. makes the second free throw. It is now a two-point deficit. Boston Celtics ahead by two. Tatum's got to sit down now with his second foul. He played nine minutes, six points, got two fouls. He's going to have to sit down right after this last possession. Brown checked in. Try to get the last possession there, too. Stolen by Oubre. Hornets have a chance. Now the ball's on the floor. Rozier's going to launch from the top of the key, and he's going to miss it, and that's how it's going to end. The Hornets had a good steal there, but they couldn't capitalize on that three because they could have taken the lead. But at the end of the first, John on here with you on the call, it is Boston Celtics 27, Charlotte Hornets 25. Come back. We're going to start the second quarter. Checking back in from the second quarter as we're just getting underway. It's going to be Hornets ball. From Rozier to Lamella Ball, and he goes left to right across the timeline. The Hornets are down two, 27-25, with 11.45 to go in the second quarter. Oubre gets cut off there by Tatum. A couple extra size-ups, tries to go around, picks it back up, lays it in! Oubre all over Tatum and Horford there. He ties the game at 27. 11.30 to go in the second quarter. Right to left goes Tatum across the timeline here for the Celtics. Horford, top of the key. Good bullet pass in there. Gets taken away from Lankford. Thrown back out to Pritchard on the right wing side and rebounded there by Cody Martin. Left to right goes Martin. Bullet pass. LaMelo Ball probing. Finds Vernon Carey Jr. and he misses the three. Rebounded there by Jason Tatum. Tatum's got to be careful, though. He's got two fouls, but the score is tied at 27 with 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. Tatum. Good move there goes. Baseline, but he misses the layup rebounded there by Cody Martin. Ball. He got to the top of the key. Lost it off of his foot, but he can go back in the backcourt to pick it up. There's 10 seconds to go, 
And if he didn't lose on his foot, that's going to be a turnover. It looks like there was a whistle, so it's going to be a turnover on the mellow ball. I thought if you dribbled it, you can go back in there and go grab it, but it must not have been what happened. So it's five turnovers right now for LaMelo Ball, but the score is tied at 27. Peyton Pritchard's got it at the Celtics logo. Now the right wing side, Horford top of the key, extra pass Tatum right wing side, trying to probe his way inside the lane, and he carried that well. Walked right in there for the layup as he protected the ball past a host of Hornets defenders. So the Celtics now have a 29-27 lead with 10-15 to go in the second quarter. John out here with you on the call. LaMelo Ball tries to get inside the lane, finds Harry Jr. knocking it down from three, and the Hornets have taken the lead as that's McDaniels that knocks down the three there for the Hornets, Jalen McDaniels. He's kind of moved around there a little bit as well. So Peyton Pritchard, spin move, gets cut off there by Cody Martin, needs a pass outlet, finds Horford, gives back to Pritchard. Pritchard going to shoot from 12, he's going to miss, and that's going to be a legal screen there that's going to get called against the Celtics. Well, that's going to be a foul on Peyton Pritchard, it looks like. So the Hornets have a one-point lead with 9.45 to go in the second quarter. John out here with him, the call from TD Garden in Boston. LaMelo Ball goes slowly right to left across the timeline, a couple extra screens there for from McDaniels and he tries to go to the lane as LaMelo Ball misses it and tries to slam it down on the other side is Jalen McDaniels and he gets destroyed there looks like Vernon Jr. absolutely packed him and just sent his bags packing that's crazy so Josh Richardson and McDaniels meet at the rim but McDaniels gets the best. So LaMelo Ball, now to Oubre Jr. on the right wing side. He's going to miss. It's going to be rebounded there by Al Horford, giving to Pritchard right to left across the timeline. Horford, now Tatum. A couple extra moves, and then the ball gets deflected. Last touch there by the Hornets. So it's going to remain Celtics ball with about 9.15 to go in the second quarter. So that was an absolutely breathtaking uh, block there from uh, Richardson and uh, Jalen McDaniels as they met toward the rim. That's probably the best play I've seen so far this game. Pritchard, right wing sign as the Celtics get the ball in. Give back into Pritchard there from Richardson. Now to Tatum on the left wing side. Got five seconds to go on the shot clock. It's stripped away by Ubre, saved by Pritchard. He's got to make something happen, and a foul is going to be called on the other side. That's going to be on the Celtics, and that's going to be on Tatum. And if that's on Tatum, that's his third foul. And that was a huge gamble there from Emma Udoka because you're going to take this guy out in a close game right now with three fouls. And I don't know if you're going to be bringing him in toward the end of the second quarter, but that's 12 minutes, eight points, and three fouls there for Tatum. And the TD Garden crowd is not happy with it, but, I mean, you really are taking a gamble at this point when you're leaving him in. And Tatum's got a lot of words to say before he heads to the bench. So I'm surprised the refs are are not hitting him with a T as well. Seen some of that stuff, as long as you don't finger point, you can talk as much as you want. But he's going to sit down. LaMelo Ball kind of gets stripped, and now there's going to be a foul on the Celtics' side. Izime Udoka's got some words to say now. James Borrego now looks on. His team is still up one with 8.55 to go in the second quarter. So the camera is showing Tatum and Kelly Oubre Jr., and Tatum pretty much threw a shoulder into Oubre Jr., and then he's wondering why he got called for a foul. But it was a hell of a lot of contact. No doubt about it. 
And we got some extracurriculars on the floor right now before the ball gets passed in, but now it's Hornets ball. So McDaniels. Now to Cody Martin. Gets blocked there by Richardson. Pick back up. He races right to left across the timeline. Extra pass Horford. Brown. Let's see if Brown can get it going here. He gets hit in the head as he's going toward baseline. He got elbowed by Kelly Oubre Jr. I believe that's going to be Oubre's first. So Brown should be getting the ball out of bounds on the sideline are the Celtics. Where if they're going to tip it up. I didn't really see the ball get stuck there anyway, but that's what we got right now. It's going to be a tip-up between Oubre Jr. and Jalen Brown. 8.42 to go in the second quarter. John out here with you on the call. Jalen Brown does tap it, but it gets saved there by the Hornets. Here comes Oubre all the way down the lane and scores it over Brown. So Oubre has made some really nice baskets as he's cut in, and it's the Hornets up 32-29 over the Boston Celtics. Brown cut off right wing side by Martin. Extra pass finds Pritchard in the right left corner. Now Langford gets it somehow between three Hornets and lays it in. So Celtics now only down one with 8.05 to go in the second. John on here with you on the call from TD Garden. McDaniels, spin. To Martin now, back to McDaniels. He's trying to get all around Jalen Brown, and he couldn't do it. Jalen Brown stood his ground there, and he got his hands in the air and played great positioning. Horford puts the ball on the floor, tries to spin, and a little bit careless, but I think that's going to be a foul called there on Jalen McDaniels. That is his second. He tried to strip Al Horford. Al Horford was getting a little out of control, but he got too much of the hand instead of the ball. There's going to be some substitutions on the floor right now for the Celtics. And right now, it looks like play has picked up between both of these teams as the offense has gotten a little bit more crisp, and the defense has been a little bit more crisp as well. Pritchard, right wing side screen there from Horford. Now to Josh Richardson. Richardson probing back out to the top of the key. Three seconds to go on the shot clock. Jalen Brown's got it. Has to shoot over the contested arm of Hayward. Uh-uh. That had no chance. Bullet pass then gets set, you know, stolen there from Josh Richardson, so I don't know what he was thinking there, and then Richardson lays it right in. So very, very sloppy play there from the Hornets, and James Borrego can't be happy, and he's calling a timeout immediately, and I don't blame him for that one. So now the Boston Celtics are up one. It's 33-32, and we're going to be right back in from the break. Stick, stick right with it. So there's always big shoes to fill with the Boston Celtics, and just on the previous ESPN side before we got into game action, they were showing Robert Parrish on the screen getting his jersey retired several, several years ago now. So it is the Hornets ball. Ball gets stolen there from LaMelo Ball as you try to go baseline, and Jalen Brown should have an easy two, and indeed he does. So it's 35-32 now your score. LaMelo Ball racing down the timeline, gets blocked there by Horford. So a couple turnovers there and a block there from LaMelo Ball off of Al Horford. It's going to stay with the Hornets. 6.58 to go in the second quarter. John out here with you on the call from TD Garden in Boston. Hope everybody's having a great night so far. LaMelo is going to get set to inbound it. 
now finds McDaniels, and he's going to knock it down, and he's going to tie the game. So we're tied at 35 with 6.45 to go in the second quarter. Offense has picked up a little bit between both teams right now, and the Celtics are going to be down a player as uh, Richardson's going to tie a shoe. So Pritchard, now Horford, inside to Richardson, extra pass, and now Langford's going to go all the way down the lane and score. So the Big Ten guy got another hoop there. It's 37-35. Both teams now have 18 points in the paint. The Celtics have a two-point lead with 6.20 to go in the second quarter. Hayward. Now to Rozier. He got cut off, did Hayward, on the right side. But Rozier was left all alone from the right corner. That was Pritchard's man. He didn't pick him up. We are now 38-37. The score with the Hornets with a one-point lead. Hornets, that's their fourth three-pointer, four of 12 shooting. Horford's got it at the top of the key. Finds Brown, nobody near him on the right wing side, and he's going to answer, an eye for an eye. 40-38 to 38 now, the score of the Boston Celtics have a two-point lead as we get another lead change. Hayward now on the right side. Hayward gets cut off by Horford, gives to LaMelo for a long shot at the top of the key, and he knocks down the three, so the Hornets take the lead again, 41-40. Here comes Pritchard. Now Horford, screen from Pritchard, back to Pritchard to now Brown, all the way around the horn to Lankford, and he's going to knock down the three. So these teams are getting really hot from three, but there's not a man in front of them. Anybody can knock down a three in the NBA. Here comes LaMelo. He misses the three from about 25. So the Celtics get the rebound. The Celtics have the lead 43-41 with 5.10 to go in the second quarter. Richardson gets inside the lane, gets swatted there by a host of Hornets defenders. And here come the Hornets left to right. Rogier up and under move. Tries to get in the lane. Picked up by Lamella Ball. And a foul is going to be called on the floor. This one going on the Celtics. It's the second on Peyton Pritchard. It looks like Rozier is going to be going to the line to shoot two free throws. So the action really has picked up from a very, very slow first quarter. It is a 43-41 lead for the Boston Celtics. Right now, Jalen McDaniels for the Hornets averages six. On 50% shooting, right now he's 6 on 2 for 3 shooting. So, Jalen McDaniels has been good early. Maybe that's because of Kelly Oubre Jr. just getting out of the protocol that he's getting more minutes. But he's played pretty well right now for the Hornets as he knocks down the first free throw. And he's got another one coming. Dennis Schroeder is going to get set to check back in for the Boston Celtics. So ESPN NBA Friday has the Chicago Bulls that have really been slumping of late taking on the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's going to be at Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Second free throw is up and good for the Hornets. We are tied at 43. Five minutes to go in the first half. John out here with you on the call. Dennis Schroeder has got the ball right to left across the timeline here for the Celtics. Grant Williams. Now to Schroeder, back to Williams. Back to Schroeder again on the right wing side as those two play catch for a couple of minutes, but it's off the mark. Rebounded there by Miles Bridges. It's been slow for him right now. We'll see if he can pick it up. Try to get in there as Rogier, and he lays it over a host of Celtics defenders there. So Rogier gets the two, a tough one at that. 45 43, and now the Celtics on the other side misses it. Rebounded there by Rogier. Goes inside the lane. Gets fouled. He's going to go to the line to shoot two, though. Bench points for Charlotte has been very good so far because out of the 45 points they have, 23 of them have come off the bench. They have a two-point lead currently right now on the Celtics as we're sitting at 45-43. With the second half 
just starting to wind down, about 4.15 left to go. So Rozier's at the line, shoot two free throws, and you talk about it within the last couple of years of Terry Rozier, now on the Charlotte Hornets. But on the Celtics, they called him Scary Terry for a reason, because he could put up points in a hurry, and now he's on the other side. Gordon Hayward's also on the other side. There's a lot of other players on the other side for the Celtics that they could probably still be using, all stemming from some of the trades that have been made or not made. And the Celtics right now, as of today, as I'm saying as of right now, don't seem to have the same level of future as of today again, as I'm saying, against the Charlotte Hornets. So the Hornets improved to a four-point lead, 47-43 on the floor right now for the Hornets are Bridges, Rozier, McDaniels, Hayward, and Plumlee. The shot is off there for the Celtics and rebounded there by Rozier. Rozier stops, tries to get inside the lane. Eurostep fall away from 12, and Scary Terry is starting to heat it up a little bit. It's a 49-43 lead and an 8-0 run for the Hornets, and M.A. Udoka wants a timeout. We're going to take one as well with four minutes to go in the second quarter. Be right back here on the call from TD Garden, Boston. John on here with you. So we are just under four minutes to go in the first half, and it's going to be Celtics ball right to left across the timeline. Go shooter, give to... Bounced around from Pritchard there, tries to save it. He does. Those are Jalen Brown from the right wing three, and it's off the mark. And a foul is going to be called on the Hornets. It's going to stay with the Celtics as there's contact on the floor there from Grant Williams. I believe Hayward is going to pick it up. So it's going to stay Celtics ball. They're showing the mellow ball right now on the bench with nine points, three of six shooting and three assists, but he's got five turnovers. Rozier's got 11, McDaniels has 10, Oubre has got 10, and Mamola Ball has nine for the Hornets. So good balance scoring from one of the best offenses in the Eastern Conference right now. They really have picked it up in this second half, and the Hornets have a 49-43 lead with 3.40 to go in the first half. Shooter, top of the key, now to Ennis. Tatum. Tatum checked in with, he's got three fouls right now. He's working on Mason Plumley. Tries to fall away from 16. Is off the mark as the shot clock expired. Trying to get tapped back in there from Graham Williams, but he couldn't do it. Rebounded by Rozier. Mason Plumley. Not a Rozier. Almost stolen. Picked back up there from hounding defense from Shooter, but Rozier's got it with 10 seconds to go on the shot clock off of the pass of Jalen McDaniels. Screen there from Mason Plumley. Now picked back up by Plumley and reset. Ten seconds to go on the shot clock. Now Bridges accelerates down the lane and lays it in off glass. So Miles Bridges makes it 51-43. It's a 10-0 run for the Hornets in the last 245. Shooter. Now all alone from the right wing as he faked a pass inside to Ennis Freedom, and then he just knocked it down because nobody picked it up. So it's 51-46. Shooter's got 11 on 4-7 shooting with three bounds and three assists. Miles Bridges at the Boston Celtics logo, now working his way on the right wing side. Jump stop, shoot from the right wing, and he's off the mark. Rebounded there by Jason Tatum. So Tatum, again, he's got to be very careful as he goes right to left across the timeline, but he's going to look to put his head down and get to the rim. Instead, pass out led from baseline to Grant Williams, misses it, or Robert Williams, and now, again, are Tatum, and he misses it once again from the right wing side. So he's been aggressive early right off the bench right now as Cody Martin gives it to Miles Bridges, tries to go baseline, gets taken away. Bridges on the floor, a whole host of Celtics on the floor, and now Mason Plumley can't get it away from Dennis Schroeder. Here comes Williams. 
Extra pass again from Brown to Tatum. He's going to launch again all alone from the right wing, and he can't knock it down. He's, he's got a huge smile on his face, and he's wondering how he missed that one. So it's Hornets still in the lead. 51-46, your score. Tatum has not been sharp. 3 of 10 shooting, 8 points. All of 3 from deep, but he's been open every single one of those times. Swatted there is McDaniels, trying to go all the way around the lane now, down to Brown, back to Schroeder, all the way around the rim and out, and this one is going to be last touched by the Celtics. They're going to say Ennis Freedom touched it, so it's going to be Hornets ball, 51-46 your score. There's been a lot of action and a lot of chaos with the ball on the floor and bodies everywhere. Drowning pool everywhere, but not a lot of points in the last couple minutes. So 115 to go in the first half. Hornets got the ball. 15 seconds to go on the shot clock as Rozier slowly goes left to right. Trying to get some signals set up and get a screen there from Bridges. And there's going to be some extra contact there from Williams. And he's real frustrated. He he doesn't believe it, and he's throwing his hands in the air, and he's got a lot to say to the refs right now. And he is doing a little bit of pointing himself, but no calls there. I'm always watching those finger points now ever since I've seen Cade Cunningham on Sunday with the Phoenix Suns getting ejected. So Cody Martin's going to inbound the ball here to Mason Plumley, and now give to Rozier. Eight seconds to go on the shot clock, just about a minute left to go in the first half. Rozier... Extra moves, now Bridges trying to work his way down the lane, and he lays it right in over Williams. So Williams picks up two quick fouls. Bridges is going to go to the line for an and one. It is currently 53-46, your score, with just under a minute left to go in the first half. So Williams got three fouls. Tatum's got three fouls. I believe Brown has one as well. The Celtics keep pieces. A lot of them are in foul trouble. You get six. And you got three, and we're not even out of the first half yet as Bridges flexes. So Tatum's going to sit back down just to make sure he doesn't pick up a cheap fourth. So we're going to see if Jalen Brown is still going to stay on the floor. So it's going to be Josh Richardson, Horford, Jalen Brown, Romeo Langford, and Dennis Schroeder on the floor right now for the Boston Celtics. Grant Williams, 13 minutes, 3 points, 4 fouls for Grant Williams. So... They're going to have to put Robert Williams in there if they have him available tonight or somebody else. And this Cantor is going to have to play some extended minutes. So Shooter, Brown, Brown back to Shooter, top of the key, gives to Josh Richardson. These guys have been all alone from the right corner three, but they can't knock it down. Saved there by Shooter, almost lost it, picked back up from Horford, extra pass all around. And a blocking foul is going to be called. This one's going to be on Terry Rozier. So the Boston Celtics, I will say this so far, they've had a lot of open looks from corners, specifically right-wing corner threes. And they've not been sharp, and they've not been able to knock them down. Because if they were able to change that a little bit and shoot about 50%, this game could be tied. No problem. Almost stolen there from Cody Martin, and he does take it away. And lays it in his Rozier. That was great. Right off of the inbound pass, the shooter couldn't get a hold of it. And Cody Martin never stopped moving, and Rozier was able to help him get it, and it's a 10-point lead for the Hornets. Boston Celtics are ice, ice cold. Foreigner, 12 of 13 of their misses all over the place. Now, Schroeder kind of stops the bleeding as he makes it, and the scorekeeper incorrectly gives it there to Charlotte, so it should be 56-48 the score, with 10.03 to go in the second. It's going to be last possession time for the Hornets. Mason Plumley 
has got it. He's going to work inside, and it's going to get knocked away there from Jalen Brown, last touched. So it's going to be Hornets ball with three seconds to go left in the first half. The Hornets have been absolutely doing yeoman's work as far as getting some stops, but again, there's been a couple times where the Celtics have been open in the corner and they just couldn't knock it down. So I believe that's what Ime Udoka is probably going to have to preach going into that. So LaMelo Ball is going to check back in with 2.8 left to go in the first half. He's going to get set to inbound over Schroeder, and we'll see what the Hornets can register here. So the, the ball gets stolen and no possession of that because Lamelo tried to get it to Hayward who lost it and that's how it's going to end so the Hornets have a 56-48 edge over the Boston Celtics and they ended the first half on a 15-5 run and if it wasn't for the Celtics not only missing a couple of those threes but at the same time the Hornets have really outplayed the Celtics right now they've been better on defense they've hustled down the floor and it doesn't really help again once that Jason Tatum's got three fouls, Williams got four fouls, so Boston's got to be careful when we start that second half. Getting ready to start the second half, John and I are within the call from TD Garden in Boston. It's Lamella Ball right to left across the timeline here for the Hornets, give to Mason Plumlee, now Gordon Hayward, top of the key, Rozier. Falling away from 16 off the mark, rebounded there by Jay LeBron, and he goes left to right, give to Dennis Schroeder, left to right across the timeline here for the Celtics. About 15 seconds to go on the shot clock. Screen there for Menis. Jalen Brown probing, gets cut off. Horford's going to launch from about 18. He's going to miss, so that's the first jump shot I've seen Al Horford take, but that's off the mark. Picked back up by LaMilla Ball. Worked around the horn there, finds Miles Bridges all alone from the left wing corner, and he knocks down the three, so the Hornets now have their largest lead of the game. It's 11, 59-48, your score. Ten points, one for four is shooting threes is Miles Bridges. Horford baseline. Horford lays it in over Plumley. So it's 59-50. The Hornets still have a nine-point lead. Ball working on the right wing side. Giving to Hayward inside the post. Working on Schroeder. Hook shot. Good. So Gordon Hayward turns around, shoots a soft little hook shot. It's now 61-50. 10.40 to go in the third quarter. John Hayward with you on the call in TD Garden, Boston. Brown. Tries to get inside the lane through the contact of Ball and Rozier. Wanted a foul, didn't give him, but he nailed it. So 61-52 now your score. Charlotte ahead with 10.25 to go in the third quarter. Ball's got it on the right wing side. Wanted a screen from Mason. Now wanted a lob, and Plumley couldn't finish it, but it's going to be a foul. This one's going to get picked up on the Celtics, but it's a question on who it's on. I believe it's going to be Al Horford's second foul of the game. So good action early and good action especially late for the Charlotte Hornets that have done nothing except absolutely put a can on the Boston Celtics, shut them down defensively, although there was a few times I'd thought, especially late in the first half, that Boston couldn't just knock down the three-point ball when they've been open. And Mason Plumley on the first free throw, former Piston, nothing but air, and he's going to hear it there from the crowd as there's smiles all over the place. So Mason does have another one there, but the first one was not even freaking close. Second one off the mark as well, and the fans do love it. So Mason Plumley can't knock down either one of those. That looked ugly and putrid. So here we go. Dennis Shooter left to right across the timeline. Give to Horford. About 10 seconds to go on the shot clock. Horford hounded top of the key by Bridges. Pass inside to Freedom. Freedom trying to post his way in there from Plumley. 
extra moves and a foul there is going to be called on Mason, and he can't believe it. But Ennis Freedom is going to go to the line to shoot two free throws. I'm not exactly sure when Ennis changed his name. But you think about all the stuff going on with Turkey. There's always been a lot of news about him not being able to return back into his home country because he's got some stuff about religious freedoms and that and this. And he's trying to treat everybody with respect when everyone else over there is not. So when you got some things to say in that dictatorship, Bad things can happen, so Ennis needs to stay in the United States. Long story short there. He knocks down the first free throw. He's got the second one coming back to him. So now it's a 61-53 score. He can cut into the deficit again if he makes the second free throw. He does. So it is a seven-point deficit for the Boston Celtics. 61-54 with 9.55 to go in the third quarter. Hornets with the ball, and Lamella Ball's got it, top of the key, lob inside to Mason, and he throws it down. So now it is 63-54 as Del Curry, they keep showing him the Hornets TV analyst. I wish they'd cut away so I can give you the action here. So it's Tatum, top of the key, probing inside past Mason and lays it right in. He put that elbow in there just to get enough off space and it worked. Gordon Hayward gets it stripped away, but saved back by Ball, and now tried to pick up by Rozier, and who was this last off of? This is going to stay with the Hornets, so a couple of sloppy passes there from the mellow Ball as he tried to just casually put that in there. Luckily, it stayed with the Hornets, though, for them. So Tatum was able to get inside the lane and use the off-shoulder to score on Plumlee, so 10 seconds to go on the shot clock there. Lamelo Ball floating inside. Tap back around by Mason Plumlee, saved by Ball. So Bridges has a 10 seconds to go on the shot clock. He gets inside the lane and probes back out. Now Rozier goes baseline, gets cut off. Ball shoots from about 16 from the left wing, and he misses it. So rebounded here by the Celtics, and here comes Dennis Schroeder left to right across the timeline. Horford, extra pass, finds Jalen Brown from the right wing three, and he misses it. He hasn't looked good tonight, and Tatum has only looked good in spurts because he's been in foul trouble. Rozier. Working on Brown. Screen there from Mason. Nice screen there from Mason. Knocks down the shot, but I believe they're going to say that Mason Plumley didn't have his feet set or somebody pushed off. So the basket's not going to count. It's still going to be a 63-56 score in the third quarter with the Hornets ahead right now. And they've looked good right now. Even though there's been a couple missed assignments for my liking on both ends for the Hornets, still they've played better than the Boston Celtics, and that's where the score is what it is right now, with a 25 to go in the third. Tatum falling away from 18, that was a tough basket, he couldn't make it though. LaMelo Ball gets the rebound for the Hornets, going right to left in the green and red shoes. Ball. Screen there by Plumlee, tries to go around, Shooter couldn't do it, floated and missed it, rebounded there by Freedom, thrown back to Tatum, who goes left to right for the Boston Celtics. Screen there from Freedom, tough contested shot there from Tatum, the ill-advised one at that, and he's off the mark. Gordon Hayward's got it all alone on the right wing, but he's going to wait for some teammates and get some help. And then gets an off-ball screen there from Mason Plumlee, and he cans the three because nobody was in... Planet distant side for Gordon Hayward. So it's a 10-point lead now for the Charlotte Hornets. And the Boston Celtics and Emmy Udoka are going to want a timeout. I'm going to take one, too. 66-56, your score. Come right back in from the break in third quarter action. Checking back in from the break here, about 7.50 to go in the third quarter. Drawn out here with you on the call from TD Garden in Boston. It's the Hornets with a 66-56 lead over the Boston Celtics. They played really good right now, especially at the start of the second half as Brown 
lays it in, and now here comes Bridges, and a foul is going to be called before he gets to slam it down. So Jalen Brown got into the lane through a ton of contests and laid it in, and Jason Tatum picks up another foul as he tried to stop Miles Bridges going to the lane and getting an easy dunk. So it's going to be Hornets ball, 66-58, your score with the Hornets in the lead, 7.37 left to go in the third quarter. It's been tough sledding right now for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and Ime Udoka is starting to have a little bit of words. He's getting a little upset, but his team's been struggling. They've not really played as well as you would expect with those two guys. So Hayward's going to get set to inbound the ball for the Hornets. Tatum is in there. And now it's given to Ball. So here goes Ball, 18 seconds to go on the shot clock. Pass, finds Bridges on the right wing side. He's going to work his way inside the paint. Gets tapped out there by Mason Plumley, And a hard fall there for LaMelo Ball. And let's see if he's okay. He tried to go up and over Schroeder. And Schroeder undercut him to try to go get the ball. And we're going to see what the foul is going to be called. Ball tried to save it. He ran right into Schroeder. They hit knees. And he got up quickly, so I guess that's good to see there, because that was a frightening fall there. But it's going to be Hornets ball, and it's Rozier to ball now. Ten seconds to go on the shot clock. Given to Hayward on the right wing side screen there from Mason Plumley. Hayward works his way, and he really missed it short, but it did hit rim. It's going to shot clock reset with ten seconds left now. Now Rozier on the right wing. With Schroeder all over him, and he knocks it down anyway. So it's 69-58 your score, with the Hornets having an 11-point lead with 6.55 to go in the third quarter. Rozier has been very, very good. 16 points, 6 of 11, shooting 3 rebounds and 4 assists for the Hornets. That's another ammunition piece that Boston used to have that they could use right now because Charlotte's starting to uh, make some inroads in this game. But we'll see. Boston's been hanging around a little bit all game. But it looks like the Hornets are starting to put the clamps down a little bit. And Boston's in foul trouble. So Shooter's got it at the top of the key. Screen there by Freedom. Thrown back out. Here comes Jalen Brown. And he missed another corner three. And Tatum and Brown have just missed some open shots that I believe that they would usually make. Ball falling away. Picks his own rebound back up off a of floater. Given to Rozier. Right wing side. And Rozier hits it again from the other side. So it's 72-58 now your score. And the Boston Celtics and MAU Doka want a timeout. Because things are getting a little ugly here. We'll be right back. It is third quarter action. John out here with you on the call from TD Garden in Boston. About 625 left to go on the third as the Boston Celtics knock down the three-point one, that one's going to be from Jalen Brown. It is 72-61. The Hornets still in the lead. They've been in control for most of this third quarter, especially, and Rozier's been hot. It's he cans another one from the left wing side. So Rozier's got 22 points, six minutes left to go in the third quarter. Brown. Horford's going to launch from the right wing three, and he's going to knock it down on contestants. So it's just Horford's second shot. But he stopped the bleeding there from the three-pointer from the right wing side. 5.45 to go in the third. 75-64 year score. The Hornets with an 11-point lead. Rozier, 10 seconds to go on the shot clock, working on Jason Tatum. Plumley wants it stolen there. By the Celtics for Schroeder. Goes all the way down the lane and misses the bunny. Alley-oop pass from Ball gets knocked away from Bridges, and they're going to say it was last touched 
by Bridges. So going to be a turnover there on the Hornets' side, and the fans can't believe that Shooter couldn't knock down that lay-in. He really was all alone. He could have balanced his checkbook, but he just missed it on the right side for some reason. Went off the lip and out. Horford, and a foul is going to be called on Gordon Hayward. That's his second foul. 5.15 to go in the third quarter. John on here with you on the call from downtown Boston TD Garden. Glad you can join me tonight. 75-64, your score. 5.15 to go in the third quarter as Kelly Oubre checks in. And Hayward checks out. Celtics are going to get set to inbound here as uh, Schroeder is going to take it out of bounds. Cody Martin's also going to check in for the Charlotte Hornets. So we got a little bit of substitutions on both sides as we got a little bit of a stoppage. Right now, you can't hardly argue the Hornets have been the much better team than the Boston Celtics, and the Boston Celtics have those two top-heavy players in Tatum and Brown, and they haven't gotten enough out of it yet. Shooter falling away, misses, picked back up by Tatum off of a Horford rebound, and he misses another open three. So there just hasn't been enough production from their big two. Tatum, 10 points, all five shooting threes, and a lot of those have been very, very good looks. Almost stripped there was Brown, and now Kelly Oubre Jr., who just checks in, knocks down a three, and he flexes. It's 78-64. The Hornets are really putting some distance now between the Celtics. And then Oubre has done well in limited minutes, 11 minutes, 13 points, and 5 of 7 shooting. Warford needs a pass outlet, top of the key, pass to Tatum, up and under, pump fake, and now Tatum and Oubre collide, and Horford does knock it down. We're going to see if Tatum's okay there. Looks like he's walking out okay as Rozier goes left to right across, right to left across the timeline for the Hornets. Rozier, Oubre, top of the key, now working on the right wing side. Screen there from Cody Martin, backing away. Now Oubre going to shoot over Horford, and he's going to miss. So it's going to be Celtics ball. Schroeder's got it, tries to get inside the lane. It was Jalen Brown, and the foul is going to be before the shot. That one's going to go on Terry Rozier, and he can't believe it. He's got some words to the referee, but it looks like he was in the restricted area. So that one's going to be on Rozier. Your score is 78-66, and Jalen Brown is going to go to the line to shoot two free throws. So when I believe Jalen Brown is at his best, as Jason Tatum is going to sit a little bit toward the bench. I don't know if he's going on the bike, it looks like. We're going to see that. If I can get more information, I'll relay it to you. Brown misses the first free throw. Oh, boy. So when Jalen Brown is at his best, I think he's a really good two-way player. He can knock down the three. He's got ungodly athleticism. He can play some good defense, but I haven't seen much of that tonight. I haven't seen much energy from the Boston Celtics that I would like to see. Granted, I know a lot of these teams are shorthanded, but I try not to make as many excuses for all these teams as I can unless you're one of the bottom feeder teams in the league, and I don't believe the Celtics are. So Brown splits the pair, but it's still a 78-67 lead. 11-point lead for the Charlotte Hornets. Brown 14 points, 6 of 14 on 1 of 7 shooting threes. So not the best night for Tatum and Brown, and they're down 11. And I don't think there is any coincidence at that as to why that is. This one is going to be on Dennis Schroeder, a foul, so it's going to stay with the Charlotte Hornets. Dennis Schroeder got 16 points and 6 of 12 shooting, 4 rebounds and 4 assists. So I think he's played pretty well considering the minutes and everything else that he's got. Oubre inbounds the ball to Rozier. 10 seconds to go on the shot clock as he works his way on the Celtics logo. Bounce pass. 
falling away, hookshot his bridges, and man, that was sweet. That was nothing but butter there as it rattled home. 80-67, to 67, now your score. The Hornets with a 13-point lead. Bridges, 12 points, 5 of 11, and 5 rebounds. And the ball's going to go the other way again. The shooter and someone else uh, didn't pick up their feet there, and they traveled. So Dennis Shooter, as you know, he declined the offer of the four years, $84 million, and had to settle for like a 1-6 for the Celtics. So the ultimate gamble on yourself, but that one didn't pan out. Rozier blocked away there and there was really not a smart take because there was three Celtics in the area. Brown on the right wing side, now Horford. Now the Celtics have the ball at the top of the key. They're working their way around there. Now Horford on the right side needs a pass out lead. Five seconds to go. Schroeder's got it. Schroeder's got to hurry. Something's got to happen. Brown's going to have to launch from 18, falling away, and he makes it. So they do make the basket, but that was a very ugly possession there from the Celtics as they looked unsure of what they wanted to do. And a timeout's going to be called by James Borrego. So it is an 80-69 score, and we're going to come back in as we're going to start closing out the third quarter here. John out with you on the call in TD Garden in Boston. Not much time left to go in the third quarter here, about 2.40 left to go in the third quarter as Bridges gets swatted, and they're going to want a goaltending side on the Charlotte Hornets side. We're going to see what the refs call. That was good team defense there by Al Horford and the rest of the Boston Celtics there. I will say that. That's one of the few times I can give them a uh, good remark as Williams came out of nowhere to sky to block the Bridges lay-in. That was before it hit rim. But they did call for the foul there, so I'm not sure if that went on Horford or Bridges, but it looks like that one went on Horford. That's going to be his third. So Bridges will go to the line for a second free throw. Now, Miles Bridges didn't show a whole hell of a lot with the Michigan State Spartans. And a lot of the time when I worked at the Oakland Press, they talked about whether or not he was afraid to get hurt at the time. But ever since he made the NBA, that power, that ferocity to be able to get to the rim, be able to shoot and be a versatile player, he's shown all of it in the NBA. He maxed down both free throws. It's 82-69 on your score. So the Boston Celtics got the ball. But Schroeder to Brown on the right wing side. Now Williams is going to launch from the left wing, and he's going to knock it down. So 82-72. The Charlotte Hornets still up by 10. Let's see if the Boston Celtics can start to threat a little bit as Grant Williams knocks it down. He's 2 of 5 shooting threes. He's got 6. Bridges going to shoot all alone from the top of the key 3 and missed everything. So here comes Shooter left to right across the timeline here for the Celtics. He's going to launch a foul on the floor before the shot, and this one is going to go against the Celtics, and Williams can't believe it. That could be his fifth. And he's really starting to bark at the referee, and she's telling him to stop, and he's really going after it. So him and Bridges collided, but it looks like Grant Williams did get a piece of Miles Bridges and all that. So that's a good call on that side. He's got six points and five fouls. So Boston's already playing with a very short bench. Here comes Bridges. He's going to launch from the right wing side, and he's going to miss again. So back-to-back consecutive threes missed there from Bridges. 82-72, still your score. Charlotte with a 10-point lead. And now Schroeder to Brown, right wing side, working on Oubre. As gets cut off, now left wing side is Schroeder. Gets inside the lane and lays it in. So Dennis Schroeder lays it in, but they're going to say he traveled. 22 points for Rozier, 14 for Bridges, are your leaders for the Hornets. And let's see. Ah, that's a close one there. It's either way. 
Not too sure on that one, folks. 133, 82-72 your score. 133 left in the third. The Hornets have a 10-point lead. And they got the ball. Hornets working their way now on the right side. Gets a screen there from Jay McDaniels. And now Kelly Oubre knocks it down. He's 6-9. and nine. 105 to go in the third quarter. And the Hornets back up by 12. Horford with a spin. Give to Richardson. Richardson now right wing side. Give to the top of key shooter. Back to Richardson on that same side. Six seconds to go on the shot clock now. Shooter tries to get inside the lane. This time hoping he doesn't travel. And we'll see if there's a goaltending call on this side for the Hornets. Or whether or not there's going to be a foul. As P.J. Washington checks in. And we have an injury on the floor right now for the Hornets. It looks like Jaden McDaniels got shaken up right around the baseline. Right around the stanchion. He's going to be walking it off, though. So Terry Rozier, right to left across the timeline, and he's trying to walk it off as Jaden McDaniels as he's sitting all alone on the left wing. He's shaking it out on the inside between the thigh. Eight seconds to go on the shot clock. Here comes Ubre. Pass outlet from the guy that just got injured, and he's knocking it. He's had to pass it out. P.J. Washington missed the three, so when he catched to go to get that ball, did McDaniels, he's hurt. And now a steal. And here comes a fast break, and a lob gets broken up. Still with the horn. It's another lob from Rose here to P.J. Washington and throws it down. So it got deflected the first time, but it's still now 86-74 your score. The Hornets up by 12, but the Celtics have the last possession with seven seconds left to go in the third. Shot clock off. Jalen Brown going to watch from 30. He's going to miss, and that's going to do it, folks. The end of the third quarter, 86-74 your score. The Hornets out in front comfortably by 12. John on here with him. The call from TD Garden in Boston. There was just a lob from the Charlotte Hornets that looked pretty good from Rozier to P.J. Washington, and they got all the momentum right now, but come back in the fourth quarter. We'll see if the Celtics can figure it out. John out here with you. It's an 86-74 lead for the Hornets. We are starting the fourth quarter. It's going to be Celtics ball. Jason Tatum's got it on the right wing side to Peyton Pritchard now working on the left side. Extra pass. Langford tries to lay it in off of the uh, baseline cut. Can't do it. This foul is going to be called on Gordon Hayward. So the Boston Celtics have fouled through Williams 5, Tatum 4, Horford 3, and Shooter 3. And they're already playing with a very thin lineup and a bench. So if they're going to make some inroads, they're going to have to do it right now. As we've talked about throughout most of this broadcast, Jaden McDaniels, safe from the injury, checks back in for the Hornets. If the Celtics are going to make a run, they're going to have to do it right now behind their big boys, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Pritchard going to launch in air, saved by Romeo Lankford, lays it in over four Hornets. So the Celtics really needed that one. This one's going to get picked up by Lamelo Ball. Lankford's going to go to the line to shoot two free th or shoot a, an and one. So they really needed this, and they're going to have to start early and often to get back into this game. I'm not saying they can't do it. I just really feel like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can give a lot more in this game. They got to figure it out quick. Because this game's still there for the take, and you got plenty of time in the fourth. 11.25 left. Lankford's played 13 minutes, got 10 points on 4 of 6 shooting. Ball's got it at the Boston Celtics logo, now at the top of the key with 10 seconds to go on the shot clock. Give the Oubre back to Ball. 
Six seconds, screen there from P.J. Washington. Falling away from 16 was LaMelo, but he's off the mark. And Tatum didn't go for the rebound, and now Oubre's going to miss the three. So the Celtics dodge a bullet. They thought someone was going to get the rebound, and they didn't get it. But the Celtics have it now. Tatum, head down, gets to the lane, gets blocked. Save, though. Corralled around the horn. Josh Richardson for three for the Celtics, and it's off the mark. Rebounded there by P.J. Washington, and LaMelo Ball is going to look to settle it down a little bit. Celtics dodged a bullet. Lamella Ball now on the right wing side. Ten seconds to go on the shot clock. In there from McDaniels. Now all alone is Cody Martin from the left wing side and rebounded there by Freedom. Left to right goes the Celtics down the timeline is Josh Richardson. Now to Peyton Pritchard, top of the key, working on Kelly Oubre Jr. Crossover. Give to the Celtics. Now all the way around from Lankford back to Pritchard. And now Richardson, Richardson trying to go down the lane, give to Rankford from the right wing side, and he's going to miss. Rebounded there by Cody Martin. So 10.05 to go in the fourth quarter as we're just getting underway. 86-77 your score. The Hornets with a nine-point advantage, and they've had the advantage for most of this game. LaMelo Ball is going to launch from the right wing side and miss, and rebounded there by Peyton Pritchard. Pritchard is going to back it out. Now crossover a little bit, little hesitations, and set back up there from Josh Richardson back to Peyton Pritchard with 12 seconds to go on the shot clock. Pritchard, series of crossover moves, gives to Josh Richardson to create some space from the right wing, and he's going to knock it down. So James Borrego is going to take a timeout. The Boston Celtics are about as close as they've been for an eternity. It's 86-80 with the Hornets holding on to a six-point advantage. I'll be right back on the call from TD Garden in Boston with 940 left in the fourth. Back in from the break here in the fourth quarter, it is Hornets ball, a pass inside from ball to Jalen McDaniels, and he dunks it down. It's 88-80. It stops a 6-0 run from the Boston Celtics, but the Celtics have the ball now with 9.15 to go in the fourth quarter. They need to start making some in-rows now. Tatum, top of the key, looking for a pass inside to Freedom. He's got the size mismatch there from Jaden McDaniels, see if he goes to work, and up and under, he scores it. He's going to go to the line for an and one, as both say good job on that one, as that was a good battle inside. But when you have that size mismatch, and the Celtics haven't had a lot of that tonight, Ennis Freedom was going right at Jalen McDaniels, and he laid it right in. And Ennis has to get going, too, as far as scoring some points, because between Ennis and Tatum and Brown, I mean, those are your big pieces. I understand Schroeder's had a good game, but he's got to get it going, too. So... Ennis does complete the and one. The Celtics have been as close as they've been in a while. It's still an 88-83 edge for the Hornets over the Boston Celtics. And it looks like first to 100 might win this game. Ball gets cut off. Now at the right wing side, working on Langford. Tries to get inside. Beautiful pass there, but Washington couldn't corral it. And here come the Celtics. Langford. Going inside the lane. Tries to lay it in. All kinds of contact. And a foul is going to be called. This one's going to be more free throws here for Langford. A foul is going to be called on Charlotte. So this is an opportunity right now. With plenty of time left in the fourth quarter, Boston hasn't played all that well, but they can make it an 88-85 game if Langford can knock down both of those. And a large reason of it, one of the stats that they just showed, LaMelo Ball's got eight turnovers. So if he can get two more turnovers, he could have a quad dub tonight. 
<laughs> Not good. So Langford misses the first free throw, but he's still got another one coming to try to put the Celtics within four. He's played a good game tonight, but he's got to knock this one down. Second one is up and good, nothing but the bottom of the net. And it's now a 88-84 lead for the Hornets, as the Celtics are 3 of 8 shooting in the fourth, and the Hornets are 1 for 5. Ball, extra pass, Rozier gets cut off from Pritchard on the right wing side, enough to give back to McDaniels. McDaniels, top of the key, 6 seconds to go on the shot clock. Rozier, balls all alone from the left wing side, and he knocked down a 3, and the Hornets needed that one badly as Christmas Shoes knocks it down. It's 91-84, Hornets in front, and they've been holding on to this lead as the Celtics have been trying to make a surge. 12 points for LaMelo Ball, 8 assists, but he's got 9 turnovers. Ball moved around the horn, now comes from Josh Richardson, falling away from 18, and he knocks it down. So it's now 91-86 as Boston's trying to cut into the deficit here against the Hornets. Rozier, cross-court pass, Lamelo back to Rozier on the left wing side. He almost lost it, but he was able to save it because no one was in front of him. Screen there from P.J., floating shot from about 12, and it misses the mark, rebounded there by Freedom. Left to right goes Jason Tatum across the Boston Celtics timeline. Series of hesitations, getting inside the lane, and swatted! Swatted there by P.J. Washington as he was having none of it. But the ball is going to stay there with the Boston Celtics. That was a great help contest there from P.J. as he soared out of nowhere from the left-wing camera side. And it's going to stay there with the Celtics, though. But that's kind of the defensive effort you're going to need toward the end of this game. 7.25 left to go in the fourth quarter. John here with you on the call. Cross-court pass there from Tatum. All alone there was Josh Richardson. It was saved and bounced all around by LaMelo Ball. Oubre. Right wing side. Slows it down now to Rozier. Gives it to LaMelo. Extra pass. P.J. Washington's all alone from the left wing corner, but he missed it. LaMelo Ball couldn't corral the rebound. So there goes Jalen Brown. Now to Josh Richardson. Uses the pump fake. Shoots it. Launches the three. He had all day to shoot, but he missed it. Tough luck missed there for the Celtics. 6.55 left to go in the game. The Hornets are holding on to a surge from Boston. They got a 91-86 lead right now. 105 are the Hornets shooting threes in this quarter, and 1 of 6 are the Celtics. 6.40 left to go in the game. Hook shot from Bridges using the glass, and he makes it. 93-86, the Hornets now have a 7-point advantage. Miles Bridges, 16 points, 6 of 14, shooting 5 rebounds. Almost stolen there with the Celtics pass by Lamella Ball. Saved there by Brown. Brown, extra pass. Finds Richardson back to Brown, hooking it all alone from about five, and he knocks it down. So that was a beautiful ball movement in possession there for the Celtics as they can the two to Jalen Brown. 93-88, 18 points for Brown on 8 of 17, shooting five rebounds and three assists. Bridges accelerates down the lane, lays it right in over Brown. 95-88, your score, almost stolen there by Rozier. Here comes Richardson now cut off on the right wing side by Rozier. Ten seconds to go on the shot clock. Now Brown top of the key trying to work on Oubre. Screen there by Freedom. Now P.J. Washington's on him. Five seconds. Here comes Richardson. Last touch there by Rozier as it goes off the foot. So it's going to stay with the Celtics. About 4.7 seconds left to go on the shot clock. So we'll see what Ime Udoka can engineer out of the out-of-bounds out of the side. So... It's been a good Celtic-spirited run. They're leading 14-7 in the quarter, but they're down 95-88.
corner three from Richardson, it was all alone, and he missed it. So that was a good design there, and I don't know how on earth James Borrego and the rest of the defense wasn't ready there for a corner three, because when you got four and a half seconds to work with, you'd figure the guys are going to try to shoot a shot from the corner. So Jason Tatum picked up his fifth foul, poking LaMelo Ball in the eye. Tatum's only got ten points and six rebounds. He's got five fouls. So it's going to be tough. Five fouls on Tatum, five fouls on Williams. 5.30 left to go in the game. The Hornets are up 95-88. Bridges top of the key now, working on Horford. Bridges. Rozier right wing. Missed everything off the backboard. And that one's going to be last touch there by the Hornets. Turnover Hornets. It's going to be Boston ball. 5.20 left to go in the game. Boston is down at 95-88. This is John on here with you from TD Garden in downtown Boston on the call. Glad you can join me tonight. The doubleheader that ESPN is going to be featuring will be after this game. That will be Clippers at Nuggets. 5.15 left to go in the game. Tatum's going to launch from the top of the key three. Going to miss again. <clears throat> so Jason Tatum is continuing to be cold. 95-88 your score. It is Hornets ball. Jason Tatum is 0 for 6 from 3 point. He's only got 10 points. So here come the Hornets slowly right to left across the timeline as Lamella Ball almost gets it stripped away there by Richardson. That's good defense. They're good hunting there on Lamello because Lamello is almost hunting for his 10th turnover. That's not a stat that you want. Oubre is going to say, screw it. He's going to launch from the right wing three with a hand in his face. He didn't hesitate. He's got that swag as he's walking back. And Emma Udoka wants a timeout as the Hornets lead is back up by 10. That was contested as all get out. And Oubre just said, take this right in Richardson's face. So 95-88 now your scores. The Hornets are back up by 10. And we got less than five to play in the fourth. John out here with you on the call. We'll see what happens down the stretch. Come right back. Celtics really need to make a run right now. we got about 4.45 left to go in the game. They are down 10, 98-88 at home against the Charlotte Hornets. Tatum and uh, Brown have kind of been no-shows, but there's a big one there from Brown as he knocks down the three from the right-wing corner. 4.30 left to go in the game. The Hornets are still holding on to a 98-91 lead over the Celtics. Brown does have 21 poises, 2 of 10 shooting threes. Bridges, all the way around the lane and lays it in over Horford. The Hornets hit the century mark. It's now 191. Brown settles it back out. Right wing side now is Horford. Screen there from Horford to back to shooter. Now Horford's going to have to shoot it. He pump faked it for some reason. And I don't know why he would because nobody was around him. He didn't want to shoot that, I guess. He missed. So Hornets rebound. 3.50 left to go in the game. 22 points is Rozier with lead all scorers. Blocked there by Williams. He's got five fouls, but he made a great contest there. And oh my goodness gracious, that was a horrible pass there from Schroeder. I think Tatum wasn't even looking in his direction, and that is just a turnover that cannot happen right now. That was a great help contest there from Williams, but on the other side, that was a horrible play there from the Celtics. So 3.40 left to go in the game. The Hornets have a 191 lead over the Boston Celtics. And there was times where the Celtics made some inroads in the fourth quarter, but not enough. Oubre short, tried to get his own rebound, couldn't do it. Rebounded there by Dennis Shooter. We'll see if he can speed this up a little bit. Inside to Brown, almost lost it. Now almost lost it again was Tatum, and now they do. 
Here comes Bridges. He's all alone. The assault on the rim. Miles Bridges cuffs it and throws it down. It's 102-91. And here comes Tatum on the other side with a slam. Back-to-back -back gorgeous slams from both teams. But the deficit still remains the same. 102-93, your score. And Borrego is going to take a timeout. So... My voice is going to get a little bit more hoarse if we did a couple more of those slams, but who cares? I want to see it. That was gorgeous there on both sides. As he double-clutched it, there was Miles Bridges. <laughs> and Schroeder just got right out of the way. Come back in from the break. Back in from the break here, finds Rozier from the right-wing corner. He misses it, so 2.55 left to go in the game. Boston is down 102.93 against the Charlotte Hornets. Brown's got it at the top of the key, tries to get around, finds Horford from the right-wing side, and Horford, who's been clutch of late, is knocked down another right-corner three, and it's 102.96 now. It's a six-point deficit here for the Hornets, or the Celtics, excuse me. It's the Hornets in the lead, 102-96. Ball, Rozier, he's going to back it out. Eight seconds to go on the shot clock. Now give to LaMelo Ball, five seconds. Horford, I'm Rozier, he's got the speed mismatch. Extra pass all the way around. Using all the shot clock was the Hornets, but the ball was last touched there by Mason Plumley. it looks like. Or they're going to say it's, now it's on Brown. I'm not so sure about that one. 2.20 left to go in the game. The Celtics are trying to get this one, but they are down 102.96 to the Hornets. Gordon Hayward's going to check back in as Kelly Oubre Jr. will exit. So the, man, that is a blown call right there. That's got to be some kind of uh, contest or look at here. I think the refs would have to look at it. It's 2.20 left to go in the game. It looked like it was last touched by Mason Plumley, and they should be going to the scorer's table to check this out because it's a critical point in the game. 2.20 left to go in the game, and Miles Bridges, who's uh, trying to walk it off right now, I don't know if he got a little bit of incidental contact. The trainer is looking at his leg right now. So in the first three quarters, he had 14 points. In the fourth quarter, he's got eight, and he hasn't missed a shot. And that dunk that he had on the rim was an absolute assault. That was a thing of beauty. <clears throat> so this is a big point in the game right now. 2.20 left to go. 102.96 the score. Coaches right now are going through the plays, and they're talking about what they want to do going down the stretch. So right now, scoring leaders for the Hornets, 22 points for Rozier, 22 points for Bridges, 12 for LaMelo Ball, 18 for Oubre Jr., 12 for McDaniels. On the Celtics side, 21 for Jalen Brown, although he's taken a lot of shots to get those, and he's not been good from three. Al Horford with 13, a couple clutch threes down the stretch. J Jason Tatum ultimately silent, 12 points. Josh Richardson with 12, and Langford with 11. It's Hornets ball, 10 seconds to go on the shot clock. Rozier up and under, give the ball, ball all alone from a long right wing three, and he's going to knock it down. Big point in the game right now for the Hornets, 105-96. Hornets up nine, Celtics ball. Williams tries to go down the lane. Tatum's got all day. He's got it. He can't knock it down. He's got to knock that one down. 105-96, he's 0 from 8 from three-point range in the corner, and a lot of those have been good looks. That's unbelievable. 145 left to go in the game. Hornets got the ball, and Rozier is going to take his time. Double shown from the 
Celtics there. Now give to LaMelo. Back to Rozier. He's all alone from the right wing side and he knocks it down. And that just might about do it there. Because they tried to fake it because they didn't want Rozier to kill all that time. He knew exactly what he was doing. It was Rozier and Ball playing catch. And then Rozier was gone from the right wing side. And LaMelo and Rozier knocked down back to back threes. And now it's a 108 96 lead for the Hornets. And we're getting down to the end of the game. And that looked like it might just do it. Come back in. We're going to finish off the rest of the game. So the Charlotte Hornets backcourt between LaMelo Ball and Terry Rozier, 15 and 25 points respectively. They both got a double-double because they both got 10 assists. And Celtics right now on life support with a minute 25 left to go in the game. It's 108-96. They need this three here from Richardson. He does knock it down. So it's 108-99. And they're going to try to full-court press it here a little bit, try to get Rozier to lose the ball. And he does. He does. So Rozier loses the ball. Nice job there from Williams. And now Schroeder is going to get set the inbound. So it's 123 left to go in the game. They really needed that stop. That was a good design there from the Celtics, but they're going to need another quick basket. Celtics with the ball. Brown, Horford. Horford tries to go baseline. Extra pass all the way around. Schroeder is going to launch for the key. The top of the three keys. He's going to hit it. Back-to-back threes from the Boston Celtics after a critical turnover there from the Hornets, and James Borrego is going to take a timeout. Now it's 108-102. The Celtics had to have both of those plays, and they got them both. That was a good contest there from Cody Martin, but Schroeder didn't care. Come right back in from the break. Celtics now cut it within six. 114 left. Checking back in from the break with 114 left to go in the game, and Ho- Hayward's going to throw it in, now to Ball and Cody Martin, and the Hornets and Borrego are going to elect to take their time, so a minute left to go in the game, 10 seconds to go on the shot clock, the Hornets holding on now to a 6 point lead as the Celtics have hit back to back threes, Rozier falling away on the right wing side, cans the 3, my goodness, there's been some critical shots, Brown, he misses it from three. Rebounded there and skied by Miles Bridges. Hornets should take their time here. And the Celtics probably need to foul. Rozier. Pritchard. Stumbles. And they're still holding on to it. And the Celtics select not to foul. And I'm wondering why. Five seconds to go on the shot clock. Cody Martin inside. He's going to have to get something off. Hook shot runner is off. Rebounded by Hayward. And curiously... Even Udoka is just going to let the game end. I don't know what to say about this one, folks. I understand it's a nine-point lead, but what are you doing? I don't know what to say about this one. I am utterly speechless. You play to win the game. That's what Herm Edwards used to say with the Jets. You play to win it, but I don't know. Maybe they thought the deficit was too much to overcome after Terry Rozier stuck his tongue out and hit that kill shot from three, but... Very curious decision here from Emi Udoka, not something I would like to see. But it is what it is. It's a win here for the Charlotte Hornets. Question is whether or not the final score will stay the same. But it's 7.3 left to go in the game as far as seconds as the fans are heading to the exits. The Charlotte Hornets are up 111-102. to And it looks like the Hornets are going to improve to 25-20. and The Celtics are going to fall back down to 500, 23-23. Some balanced scoring all the way around from the Hornets. And for those that have watched the Hornets a lot, and I haven't had a chance to do much of that, 
but it looks like balance scoring and high scoring, and that was the name of the game for the Hornets. And I thought the backcourt, despite some of the Lamelo Ball turnovers, because he almost could have averaged a quadruple double, and we can get you some official numbers at the end of the game here as we're getting close. Uh, they've looked good tonight. Miles Bridges, 22 points. Lamella Ball, 15. Rozier, 28. Gordon Hayward averages 17. He's only got five. A little off night for him. But Oubre Jr., 18 points off of COVID protocol. So the Hornets, they've been filling up the score sheet. And they look good tonight. So Celtics do have the possession here with 7.3 left to go in the game. But it looks to be all academic. And a very curious decision as to why uh, not let... You know, foul and not let the clock just run out, but they want to let the clock run out. Four seconds down to three. And falling away was Schroeder, and that's off the mark. And boy, is that not indicative of the end of the game from the Boston Celtics. That was ugly, folks. 111-102, your final score as the Charlotte Hornets improved to 25-20, and and the Celtics fall to 23-23. And there was times Celtics have, you know, they won the fourth quarter 28-25, to but the Hornets have won six of the last seven games, and I flat out thought that they just played a better game than the Celtics did. So let's get you some final numbers before we close out the broadcast. Terry Rozier, 28 points, 10 assists, 4 rebounds. Miles Bridges, 22.7 rebounds. Lamelo Ball, I don't know if he got that quadruple double. He didn't. He got a double double though. Fifteen points, ten assists, nine rebounds. He had about nine turnovers as well. Kelly Oubre Jr. good off the protocol. Eighteen points in twenty-five minutes. Jalen McDaniel's twelve points. For the Celtics side, Jalen Brown did score twenty-one. He had six rebounds and six assists, but he took a lot of shots to get that. He wasn't very good from three. Al Horford did have a couple key threes. Finished with a double double, thirteen points, ten rebounds. Jason Tatum, very, very off night for him in thirty-five minutes, played twelve points, six rebounds. Josh Richardson with ten, Romeo Langford with eleven. I will have the full game coverage for you on hopelesssportsguide.wordpress.com along with the full play-by-play. -play. I'd like to thank the ColorCast crew of letting me do this. You have an ESPN doubleheader coming up with the Los Angeles Clippers and the Denver Nuggets if you want to check that out. Sunday, I will be back on the call with Lakers Heat on NBA TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. But as always, thank you for checking out the broadcast tonight. Have a good one, everybody. Peace out. Final score, 111 Hornets, 102 Celtics in TD Garden, Boston. John here with you. Peace.